is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 846. Today's episode will stun your educated mind. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band 7, 8, and 9 success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. Wow. Today's episode is jam-packed with IELTS practice. We're doing a listening section four practice exercise for you guys, but you'll also hear fantastic native ways to compare schools in the past and now for speaking and writing answers. Amazing. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Hey, Jessica, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Yeah, I dropped James off at school this morning, took the dogs out for a little walk, um, and now I get to record some podcasts. So all in all, great day so, so far. Day. What about yeah. you? We used to ride bikes to school, but lately I've been driving them ever since you guys might remember the fiasco with my daughter almost oh. being hit. I'm like, I'll just drive you. Let's just drive you to school. Yeah, no, so totally. I, I would have made that to switch too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Ooh, guys, you should listen to that episode because that is an amazing example of storytelling, pronunciation, vocab, emotion. So Aubrey's going to link back to that episode in the blog post for today, which guys, you need to read the blog post for today's episode because we are doing another listening exercise today. Yes, we had a great response from students. They love, they, everybody wants more practice, which I totally get. The more practice you do, the more confident you feel on test day. So yes. we're providing listening practice as part of the uh, podcast here. And it's perfect because Jessica, I don't know if you guys know, she wrote 16 textbooks for yeah. ESL. So she has written <laughs> a lot of practice questions, right, Jessica? Oh my gosh. I Who knows how many? I have written thousands and millions of practice questions, guys, <laughs> for listening, for reading, for, for everything, okay? Um, so that's why Today, this is super cool because we get to create new IELTS practice test questions for you guys. And these are for real stuff that you might see on the exam. So that is not all that you are getting today, guys. When you hear our 
speeches, let's call them. When you hear our speeches today, guys, they are also great examples of vocab and transition phrases and ideas that you can use in speaking part three and writing task two. So let me explain the usefulness just a little bit. Let me get specific here, guys, so you know exactly why you are listening today and what you are getting. Um, So one, you're getting listening test practice, which we'll explain how to do that in a second. But in speaking part three, guys, one of the most common question types ask you to compare the past to now, all right? And this is one function that students struggle with a lot. So definitely, guys, listen to how we compare the past to now. And not only are we providing those model answers, but... This is also to, this is also a topic that comes up all the time, education. So these ideas are also great for writing task two. So guys, oh my God, this episode today is useful in so many ways. Yes. And part two, when you're describing school memories and you need to give context, <gasps> right. you have to talk for a full two minutes. If the question were, you know, describe a school memory you're going to have to for sure give some background, you know, talk about where you went to school, maybe talk about some friends, tell a story. This yes. The vocabulary here today would be perfect to use on that, that answer. Yes, I love it. So guys, today's episode is one that you need to listen to a couple times, all right? You need to take notes on some of the vocab we use, the ideas, but also guys, Let's explain the process for how to use today's episode for IELTS listening practice. All right, Aubrey. Now, a lot of our listeners might be on their way to work. They might be doing laundry or writing. I know that's what I'm doing when I listen to podcasts, right? I know. Yeah. I'm always doing something else when I listen to podcasts. Driving, cleaning, definitely. So yeah, you you guys are gonna listen to it however is best for you, but then you're gonna want to come back to the blog and We will have everything you need in the blog so that you will want to listen closely again just to our speeches here. And then we are going to have summary completion questions and the answers in the comments. So you can fill it out just like as if you were taking the IELTS exam and then check your answers in the comments. But don't cheat. Don't look at the answers (laughs) until you fill it out. Use this as real practice. Yes, I love it. So listen for general comprehension and enjoyment and pleasure. And then come back to the blog, guys, allearsenglish.com slash IELTS. Okay, and this is episode 846. So then you're going to listen again and then write down your answers for the summary completion questions in the blog post. All right, so I hope all of that is clear, guys. I think it is. Let's get to it. So what exactly are we talking about today? So it's been interesting figuring out registration for my kids for school. Jessica and I were chatting about this a little bit, the difference between when we were kids going to elementary school and then transitioning to junior high and high school and how different it is for our kids today. We're kind of both just sort of figuring this out with our kids getting to the age where they're in elementary school and then moving on to junior high. And so it's an interesting thing to talk about what was different when we were kids and now. Yes, guys. So you know what? Another thing you should do, another piece of homework that you should do after listening to today's episode, guys, is 
Take the time to sit down and write out your own ideas regarding this. How is school today different than when you were in school? Because again, guys, like this could definitely, definitely be a question on your speaking exam and also a topic on writing task two. So, oh my God, so much practice and useful ideas today. Yes, and post um, it in the comments on the blog, right? Yes, I always go back and look at the comments and I want to know what's different. And in other countries too, is it similar to what you'll hear today about the United States education system, or is it very different? Let us know. Yes. Oh my gosh. I I can't wait to read the comments on today's episode. Okay. So this is what we're going to do, guys. First, I'm going to give my uh, little speech, and then Aubrey will give hers, and then we'll have a little chat about it at the end. Okay, guys? So listen up. Super useful episode. Okay. So guys, this listening practice is specifically for listening section four, because on section four, you hear one speaker. It's a monologue, okay? And they're talking about usually academic topics. So that could be almost anything. But the point is, it's going to be a little more formal as a speech, as a lecture, as a presentation than what you hear in section one and section two. All right. So this practice is specifically for listening section four. All right, guys. So here we go. I'm going to go first. All right. Speaking from personal experience as, of course, a pupil, but also nowadays as a mother, elementary schools today here in Portland are vastly different in comparison to the institution I attended. Take, for example, the after-school programs on offer. When I was a mere tyke, there were no after-school programs. My parents were forced to enroll me in expensive options for care at the community center or in extracurricular athletic activities. Now, let's contrast this with my eight-year-old son's experience. He gets to choose from a wide swath of options each semester, from Dungeons and Dragons Club to Strategy Game Club to ukulele lessons. He, of course, chose ukulele and is now learning the Beatles classic Yellow Submarine. The enrichment offered to these young minds is frankly mind-blowing, and while I'm ecstatic that my son can experience this, I am also, frankly, just a tad bit jealous. Yeah, you totally would have done Dungeons & Dragons Club, right? Oh my god, totally. (laughs) Um, Actually, no, I didn't give in to my true inner geek until a little bit later. Um, So uh, maybe not. Um, Okay, guys, so after the break, you are going to hear Aubrey's speech for listening section four, and then we will go back and explain some of the vocab we're using in our answer. So stay tuned, guys, for more listening practice after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Welcome back, guys. Hope you're ready for my little speech. (laughs) Now, I have not written a million textbooks, (laughs) but I think I do all right. So we'll see. Here we go. Registering my children for junior high and high school has been crazy. It's a whole different world. For instance, when my parents signed me up for school, that was it. I didn't have election or electives to choose. 
for my 11-year-old daughter, Penelope, we chose electives for her a couple of days ago, and I was stunned by the options she had. One was mini computers, which are short classes, including coding and 3D printing. I was amazed that this was being offered to seventh graders. I had nothing like this when I was a kid. She has a myriad of other options as well, including drama, choir, and orchestra, where she can choose either strings or brass instruments. Even more extreme is the experience I've had recently with my daughter Adeline, who starts high school next year. We went to a school orientation last week, and I could not believe the list of electives and clubs. Mm -hmm. She was most interested in culinary arts, and so we went and toured the classroom, and they had 12 mini kitchens with everything they would need for a real hands-on class. She also was interested in an elective they had called Biomed, which was all hands-on, describing to the students every occupation that is involved with the medical industry. She was very excited about that. But they also were offering choir, drama, volleyball, Spanish, French, and American Sign Language, and she could only choose three of these, which was very difficult because there were so many she was interested in. So it was extremely different from when I was a child. Oh my God, that's crazy. Oh, guys, please, please, please come back to the blog. This is episode 846. Please comment on our um, depictions of education today because I really want to know if stuff like this is available where you guys live in elementary, junior high, and high school. Okay, so before we finish up today, guys, just to remind you, come back to the blog, allearsenglish.com slash IELTS. Use our lectures our, our listening section four speeches for listening test practice, okay? Um, now, let's each choose two vocabulary phrases to explain from our speeches. So, Aubrey, what do you think? Look at, if you, if you think about my answer, what two phrases do you think would be useful for students to use? It's funny because when I was looking at hers versus mine, we had both used the expression vastly different because it's just (laughs) so useful. You are going to be able to use this in writing task one, task two, every section of the speaking, learn this phrase, right? Vastly different is such a better way of saying very different. And so, yeah, that's a great one. It just means very different, extremely different, but it's a much higher level way of saying it. And really, like, listen a couple times and see how we pronounce these things, okay? Because awesome speaking practice mimic the way we say these things. I said vastly different, right? So really stay, like, put your focus on how we pronounce stuff as well. Um, All right. Any any other phrase? Yeah. I love the the transition. When I was a mere tyke, there were no after-school programs. Tyke is a great word. It's so much better than saying a little kid or a child. First of all, higher level and just more uncommon. Every English speaker will know what you mean, but they just don't hear it that often. So they're going to be impressed. That will impress the examiner. Definitely. Oh my God. There's so much to learn today, guys. All right. So if I'm looking at, I'm looking at Aubrey's answer right now, thinking about the best vocabulary. I love stunned. So guys, instead Mm. of saying like, I was surprised 
or this was unexpected or whatever. Instead of saying surprised, go to extreme. Say, I was stunned, which means I was very surprised. Another great phrase you could use there is, I was floored by something. So two great ways to say surprised. And then myriad, which I'm not going to explain because Aubrey does so in a recent YouTube video. Guys, IELTS Energy TV on YouTube. Go there to find out how to use myriad. Um, Let's see. What's another great phrase here? Just the word electives, because I don't know if this idea um, exists in a lot of schools. So it's something in university for sure, where you get to choose sort of extra, more fun classes that aren't part of your major. Like that's my idea of an elective. But also apparently now in high school and in junior high, they have electives. So you have your core curriculum, the math, the science, reading, writing, language, but electives are all these like extra cool things like maybe sports or like all the examples Aubrey gave. Culinary arts, which is cooking, biomed, which you defined, choir, drama. Um, oh my God. I can't, I can't believe that. I like I am I am stunned at all of those options as well. Um, all right, guys. So Aubrey, if students want to know what score they would get on IELTS. How how can they do that? Should they go like pay for a test and like Oh right. No, don't pay for a test. We have <laughs> an amazing free service. Go to allyoursenglish.com slash my score. And it's like a two-minute quiz where you find out the score you would get on IELTS today. And you get a bunch of free resources that are catered to you of things that you can use to work from where you are. Yes, guys. So allearsenglish.com slash my score. Super sort. That's not right. (laughs) Super short quiz, guys. And then you get free resources just for your level, Um, which I designed all the resources, by the way. So textbook experience, master's degree, ex-examiner, guys. So many reasons why these materials are awesome. Allearsenglish.com slash my score. All right, Aubrey, thank you so much. This was super fun. It was fun. I love doing these and I love coming back and reading the comments. So definitely, you guys, once you've listened, come back to the blog, comment your answers, see what you got right. And I want to see, I want to see if you get, if you get the summary completion right. Yes. Love it. All right, Aubrey, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.